Hello, welcome to another episode of the Just Some Magic podcast. I am your host, Morgan, and here on Just Some Magic, we like to share people's most magical moments in the theme parks. Today, I have a super special guest. We just had a technical difficulty, so I'm redoing this all over again, but we have so many exciting projects coming up. But today, I have John, also known as Big Fat Panda. Hi, John. How are you today? Hello, dear. How are you? I am so good. I'm so excited to have you on. Uh, I, I'm literally just so excited. I, you're such a dear I friend. I can feel the magic that comes from you. So I love this right now. You're so kind. Oh my gosh. So do you want to explain how we met? It was odd, wasn't it? Okay. I was just at Epcot and you had, we, I was there with, was it Craig and Rhino? Craig, Craig and, Erica? and Erica. Yes. For yeah. The first day of Flower and Garden Festival, it was extremely hot. Um, nice. But for my listeners that know, I used to be on the Diz before COVID times, and then COVID ruined it for me. Yeah. Thanks, COVID. Um, but I knew you. What? When did you join the Diz by any chance? Oh, I don't remember the date, but it's got to be about a almost two years ago. Two years ago, very. About nice. two, I'll say two years. Yeah. Well, I um, obviously still watch the show, big supporter, love it. And then so I noticed you were on there and I actually went to, and I think I told you this when I met you in person, but you know, when you watch people on the TV or YouTube and stuff, you feel like you know them. Yes, so 100%. I went to hoop de doo review for the first and only time I've ever been in it. And you were across the way on the balcony and I'm like, yes. wait a minute. <laughs> you should have come over and said hello to me. I tried. And then by the time I got out, I I don't know where you went. I looked for you because I was with my friend and I was like, oh, I know him, but I don't know him. Let me go introduce myself. And I, we just missed each other, but I saw you from across Aww. the way. I think they even came up to you um, in the beginning of like where you're from song. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Something, something they did. Yeah. Yes. They embarrassed the heck out of me on the balcony. Oh, <laughs> you looked great. You did great. Thank you. It was pretty good, wasn't it? I was surprised how good it was. It was so good. And I'm a very picky eater. And so the food, things I wouldn't normally eat, I loved it. Was it was one of the best fried chickens I've ever had. And I was like, I didn't expect a dinner show to do that. I thought it was going to be like, I, you know, the food is usually secondary and the entertainment is sometimes even worse. No, it was good, actually. Absolutely. Okay. So do you want, before we get into like your history, I want to know and like ask you questions. I want to know, um, what your teaser is for your most magical moment that you're going to be sharing. And you're, you have one, not one, but two. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. One of them was the 25th anniversary. I met Roy. I forget if it's E or O it was Roy's nephew, Disney. <gasps> and that's a quick oh. one. And the other one is just something magical that happened to me before I boarded the great movie ride, probably about three years before they, they transformed it. But something happened in that queue that I will never forget. Oh, well, I'm super excited. It's something and that it's it's not popular. Like when I tell you, it's not something that's I don't think ever happened in the queue before. Some entertainment oh. that was set up in the queue. Okay. I'm even more excited because great movie ride. May it rest in peace. Right. <laughs> On this show, I feel like I run into so many guests that love that ride so much and they're like they could have put mickey minis anywhere just leave the great yeah. movie ride there's other things we could have torn down <laughs> i i would have loved to keep that if we could awesome awesome well would you like to share your history and why you love look my usual first question is why do you love theme parks so you can answer that but also like you have a very extensive theme park history if you want to yeah share. i get you know it goes from childhood i, I was just a Growing, you know, the quick version is growing up in Long Island, which a lot of times you tell people you're from New York and they think it's the city. This was a tree, a house, a tree, a house. Uh, and we never went on vacation. That wasn't a thing that I even knew. I don't know if it was in my vernacular, the word vacation. Mm -hmm. I knew that it was, uh, you know, that we went to the zoo. That was about all I knew. So I was about six years old after watching The Wonderful World of Disney on Sunday nights with the family. My dad said we're going to Disney World. I'm not really sure what to expect. I've never been on a plane. I remember just soaking it up so much from the initial Seven Seas Lagoon boat ride that I remember being on dad's shoulders overlooking. There was no Grand Floridian at the time. There was Polynesian and Contemporary. And you saw the monorail and the castle. And I remember just being like, 
you guys, my, I thought my parents failed. Like, how did you not tell me about this before? Because this was my jam. Like, you failed. You, you had one job. You didn't tell me this existed. It's like and, when you uh, find out that, like, hopefully there's no children listening, but Santa Claus isn't real. It's like, you lied to me. Like, you feel slightly betrayed. And it was, this was reverse. This was, oh, fantasy exists, and you didn't tell me. Like, you told me this didn't exist. It's the reverse of Santa Claus. He Yay! does exist, and you didn't tell me. So going on that lagoon, and I remember my dad looking at like the contemporary and the poly and telling us like, you know, you'll, you're we're never going to stay there. We're just not that family. We're the, you know, $15 a night Hojo in Howard Johnson's, which it might even have been $5 a, a night in 1978. But, uh, 70, was, I when know you were a kid, 1978, I think I was six. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I would have put you younger. I, I, thank you. Thank I'm you. Really you and you the just just a... <laughs> Sponsored by. Right. <laughs> um, no, you just have such a youthful energy and you're always smiling. So, you know, you. when people are happy, you kind of pin them younger. Whereas if they're grumpy, you kind of pin them older. <laughs> I think the Disney makes me a little bit younger because I, I don't ever grow up out of that. So. Yeah. When I, and sometimes, you know, what's funny is sometimes I'll talk to somebody younger and somebody will have to elbow me and be like, he doesn't know Scooby-Doo or Josie and the Pussycats cartoon. And oh. I'm like, oh, okay. Cause I have to realize who I'm talking to if they're 15 years old. So. Yes. So, you know, your, your parents, they exposed you to the most magical world on earth, the most magical place on earth. And you were like, what in the world? And then, so did you got, can, keep continuing to go or how did that no. transition? Okay. So there's a 10 year gap now, maybe nine year gap between when I could go back and the obsession never left me for those nine years. I would have to buy every Birnbaum book, read everything about Disney world, watch everything, get every picture of every attraction that it almost became legendary, almost like it didn't exist. Maybe I didn't ever see it. I mean, it was that I mean, after nine years, then when I got my own job and, you know, went to work at like a video store and saved up money, I remember the Caribbean beach opened up and that was like a Disney Ooh. hotel that was kind of, you know, you felt like you were staying on Disney property, but at the time it was $85 a night. So I saved up and I went back. I took my mom this time for nine nights to the Caribbean beach resort. And that was my reacquaintance with the world. And I just remember from that time, you know, knowing I was going to move there and I was going to be close to it. And somehow it was going to, do something with me. I just couldn't, I couldn't let it go. That's amazing. And you said you worked at a video store. I don't think kids know today what a video oh, store was. You're right. <laughs> for Blockbuster. Right, yeah. I worked at a place where I had to be at a counter handing out VHS tapes to, for people to bring back the next day. Maybe. Be kind, rewind. Yep. <laughs> that was the thing. Amazing. Amazing. So you stayed at the, could you hold up? Could you imagine the kids today don't know that there was a time you wanted to watch a movie and it wasn't available? Right. Or said, nope, the original girl. Netflix, not even as far back. The original Netflix, you had to mail it in. Yeah. And then once you know, once you watched your movie and mailed it back, then you can get your next one, not just on demand or uh I'm Isn't that over funny? It. Netflix that makes some of the best programming now was just a DVD mail thing. That's mm -hmm. crazy. Wild, wild. Oh my That's goodness. Wild. The the times have changed. I feel like Redbox is is kind of holding on to its last leg. They're going to be on their way out soon. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. But, um, okay, so Caribbean Beach, you loved it. And your YouTube channel. I did not realize putting the connection that you are you and that you are the channel. Because <laughs> I feel, and please tell me how long you've been doing your show or your video. I feel like I have watched your YouTube channel for years and then up till recently realized you're one in the same. No, it's been the same for a while. I guess that's good because a lot, okay, a lot of times I've never really vlogged. I've always just filmed the item. Like yes. I want to film uh, yes. Carousel of Progress. So I made a film on Carousel of Progress. Right. So you may not think of the channel as me, but yeah, that's my video that you're watching. Yes. So, the video, the, the your icon, the big right. fat panda. And just it. recently I'm putting my face on there more, you know, so yeah, I guess- I guess now I could, I could definitely understand why and how that goes. There's a lot of people that stop me in the park too. Like, especially when I was on the Diz, they would not watch the Diz. They would just listen and they would say, are you Panda? And I'm like, yeah. I mean, can't you see me? They're like, oh no, we've never seen you. We only know the voice. Oh, and that's really freaky to me getting stopped for a voice because I don't think I would stop someone else for a voice thinking that I was wrong. Like, 
thinking that I might make a mistake, but they, they know right. somehow. Wow. I mean, you do have a very like memorable voice. Like think, I don't see, I don't think so. Okay, good. I don't think so, but people say it. People say it. And honestly, like it, it happens to me from time to time too. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> me? Your I voice, voice? I think I would, I do think I would know your voice. Aww, it's got that, it does have a quality to it that is different. Which I, we should tell everybody very quickly, June 20th, now at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And I'm sorry my screen looks so dark to you here. Uh, we're starting a new show called The Disney Underground. And it's myself, it's Morgan Stark herself, Jean Fitzmagic, and Sammy D. So hopefully June 20th, you can come to that on BigFatPanda.com and come watch the show. I can't wait to do that show with you too. I am so excited. I feel like we have a great group of people and I think we'll all just vibe so well. I know you and Sammy D don't know each other as well as say you or I or um, you and um, Jean, but I feel like our chemistry is just going to just spark some amazing conversations and some great discussions. And I think it's just going to be such a fun time. Like it's not going to feel like work or a job or anything. It's just going to be four people I, hanging out talking about Disney I agree and, and I like that some of the relationship is not yet uh formed so that it will develop on the camera I think that's kind of cool actually that'll be very fun I absolutely agree and all of these will be in the show notes uh Panda's channel and all of his links I know you don't use TikTok as much because I, I was gonna I, follow- I think I got a name but I never used it maybe twice I need to I know you know, that's where all the cool kids are at. Where all I these know. youngins that don't know what VHSs are are at. <laughs> this is the this is the truth. I heard somebody told me Facebook's getting a resurgence. I don't know if that's true. I think for a certain demographic, I think yes, but not for the younger demographic. Not for the young one. Yeah, okay. Uh, I know that because my niece who's a teenager is like, Uncle John, Facebook? Uh you, you would <laughs> think I talked to her about like, you know, ro- rotary dial phones or something. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, but do you have anything else to add about why you love theme parks and you know your YouTube channel and everything before I move on to the next question? It's it's the feeling that I got and get in Disney still till this day. I, I again I I always say that the magic is in us and then Disney unlocks it. So I think if you have it in you and you go to these parks and you feel it, I think we're all feeling the same type of feeling and, and I hope that continues forever. Oh, that's beautiful. Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> I love it. All right. So this next question is one of my favorites. It's a little bit harder, but my favorite question is not necessarily your favorite character, but what character do you most identify with that you're the most similar to in personality? Okay. I'm definitely more Mickey Mouse than anybody. I really am. But I look like Pete. I think I look like the bad guy, the bad dude. I do. And that's okay. I think Pete's kind of misunderstood. He's a cute cat. Um, but it's funny the way Pete was, he used to like smoke a cigar and have a peg leg. And now he's kind of like a little bit better, but he's still a, a big idiot. Yes. He's but, so uh, cute he, at Disneyland at Toontown. He's absolutely adorable, but he's, he, he needs to come, he needs to come here to his silly sideshow so I can be happy to see him. I know that would be so cool. If like his meet and greet was right? outside welcoming <sighs> people into the silly sideshow. Come on. I mean, we know you have a character now. Bring him here, please. Mm-hmm. You know, Just I hope copy paste the costume. Thank you. <laughs> well, we saw what happened with Tron. That didn't work as a, that wasn't a easy copy and paste, but uh, right. hopefully a costume can be. Yes. And uh, I was, I was. But I feel like I'm Mickey Mouse though. I feel like Mickey Mouse is my personality. Oh, absolutely. A thousand percent. You you said that immediately. And I'm like, yes, can confirm for the, uh, our friendship and stuff like can confirm you are Mickey Mouse a thousand percent. You know, there's some people that would like to strive to be Mickey Mouse, but they're more of a Donald person kind of thing, which I can very much identify with Donald. Like I like to get hot headed. I call things out like, you know, like I forgot one of the what, something Donald says recently, but um, you are a thousand percent Mickey Mouse, always positive, always efficient, Fine. like getting things done, um, being awesome and just having a great attitude about life and like who would want to be around you or Mickey, you, you know, one in the same. <laughs> awesome. Um, okay. My next question is if you could go on any retired Disney ride, whether you've been on it or not, what ride would it be? Journey into imagination. I miss the original. Me too. 
really. The way the cars used to set up and go around the balloon and you talk to the dream finder and he would let you <sighs> off in the dream port. I was almost going to say horizons until I remembered journey into imagination, but I would definitely say journey into imagination. Do you, um, excuse me, do you have um, videos on your YouTube channel of that back in the day or did you not quite start it yet? I didn't start, start yet. I was still, I was still, I think a teenager when that one was around. I remember going on it and thinking, you know, um, wow. And when they changed it, I don't know if you remember, I don't even remember what they changed it to, but I remember getting off thinking you, 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 this is wrong, right? It's not ready. Yeah. And then they changed it again. And I think it changed again. Whatever we're even stuck with now is all right, but it still fails so far in the imagination realm. It is. It is. It's like figment, um, got pulled doing too many jobs being you know the festival host for every single festival at epcot he the the ride is slacking now because he's just pulled too many different ways <laughs> and if you go on the ride now and you remember the old figment he still seems okay to you but if you take it for just what's there figment is like this bratty nasty kid that needs to be reeled in and he's not they, they took away his personality they need to bring that back yeah I think so too. I um, am obviously a little bit younger than you and I have like faint memories of what it originally was. And honestly, I feel like that going on that ride, I really connected with it and it, you know, about imagination and creativity. And I think that's what ex got me excited to go down a creative path. So I, I'm again, faint memories. I was like, oh, there's probably a video on YouTube. There somewhere are some of it. Pretty, I think Martin's vids makes a good video okay. where he like, remastered it and stuff so it looks as oh. acceptable as it could remember the resolution from back then is like 400 or something it's really yep. bad yep or like if you go way back in the day it's like a square yeah the millimeter <laughs> cameras yeah yes which you I know i just learned this today i think you'll be interested in this i don't know if you're again you're too young to remember but when we used to have film in cameras you probably remember that i remember you, that yes did you remember it was fuji and kodak were the two yep. competitions Okay, so we were supposed to get a Mount Fuji in Japan at Epcot, but Kodak said no because they don't want the word Fuji there because their Kodak film is the preferred film of Disney. That's what they wanted to sell. So that's why the ride actually never went in to Japan because of that. And they couldn't rename it anything else because it was the Japan Pavilion. But there is a future where we might get still, I was told, possibly, a attraction back there. And it may be a Mount Fuji roller coaster because now- you know, they're not tied to Kodak. I just thought that was so incredible, the whole thing. Yes, I, I remember all that. I did not know that. So thank you for sharing. And yeah, that would be amazing. Three weeks ago. Oh, well, we Epcot needs some more. Yeah. Some more. Uh, I don't know what the word is, but it needs something. Whatever Ratatouille is, <laughs> give more to it to the other pavilions. Because I think that's a cute little ride. I like it. It is very cute. I'm, I'm trying to learn French to eventually go over to Disneyland Paris one day. Oh, and that would be fun. Have you been to the international parks at all? Any of them? I have not. I've been to Disneyland and that's it, but never <gasps> out of the country. I, let me tell you, do you see Japan? I mean, I'm just dying. I did go, or I didn't get you to You went see. to Disney Sea? I went to Tokyo Disney Sea. <gasps> yep. I'm jealous of you. I'm going to disconnect now. Ah, no, 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 no. I'll tell you all about it after the interview. <laughs> I heard it was, was it as great as people say? I. I Yes, I, I think okay. it's not only just the dedication to immersion and theming on steroids. They have such a pride in their presentation and stuff. So you could have the exact same ride from uh, the U.S. parks to over there, and there's just gonna there's just gonna be more love and detail and effects and stuff. Um, and the people and the culture, mind you, I didn't have time to explore actual Japan. But they are so kind. Yeah. They are so helpful. Even if they can't speak English, which that would, it's a huge language barrier. There's no like guessing of what. Right, right. It's not like say. Italian and uh, Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. It says where you can kind of figure it out, you know, like uh, in French, it's pizza, <laughs> like, you know, just add an accent. Um, and they are so kind and so helpful. For example, the smallest thing um, is, you know, we're obviously American and we're in line. And before they div you off into the rows, they actually, you know, told everybody else what number to go to. But they walked us over to the aisle. Like, that's just that a was small nice. little. Yeah, a small little touch you wouldn't necessarily see in the U.S. And one of my favorite things I totally think we need to bring here is 
taking ears off for shows and parades. Oh yeah. Oh, they they're considerate there. I know. Like what, why? What in the world? They're considerate. Yes. And obviously we didn't know that as Americans. So the first show we go to, um, they very nicely just said, can you please take your ears off during the show? Cause you do not need to wear ears during the show. You know, it's so silly. And so I think we should, they're just so kind and courteous over there. So it was a wonderful experience. The new uh, <laughs> Harmony and Color. I just watched some YouTube videos. <gasps> yes. the, the energy of the people starting that parade. It's a good time to have the good time. And I'm like, you feel it. You just want to be a yes. part of what they're doing. And the street, you could eat off of it. It is so clean. It freaks me out. It's absolutely insane. And another thing about their parades is their floats are on steroids. There's so many kinetic moving parts that it's phenomenal. Um, I saw their former parade in person, the Dreaming Up Parade, which again was phenomenal. Please look up YouTube videos of it if since obviously can't go anymore. But again, the energy of the parade performers and their parade route is extensively longer than the U.S. parks where maybe they're going out for 20, 30 minutes tops. They're doing like a 45 minute to an hour wow. high energy, the endurance, the cardio, the choreography. You really got to give it up to them because they are doing an amazing job. Amazing I'm telling job. you that if I was in a parade, I'll be amazing in Frontierland. And by the time we're going over the bridge, you know, I'll still be good, but I'll be taking it down a notch. Yeah. By the time you get to Main Street, I am sitting down having a bottle of water. And I'm going to wave at you, but that's all I'm doing. Just da, 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 elbow, Just elbow, wrist. You won't know what my dance was because you're not seeing it anymore. <laughs> you will not be seeing it. Yes. And by the and time I'm going around to go back in the barn, I'll be popping some Advils. That's that's yes. absolutely. I would be the same. I'd be the same. Again, their endurance and stuff. So just um, also too, look up their Easter parade. They love Easter there. Really? There was two different shows in each park or one show in each park. So um, there was like a boat parade and there was another parade um, in, there was a water parade and then there was a parade parade. Sorry, I'm like tripping over my words. Um, their parade in the Disneyland or Disneyland side was the Us or um, Usapio or Usatamo, but it is like crazy eggy bunny. Da, 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 da. And it's like this most cardio driven parade that you've ever seen in your life and you're like I want to have what they're having because they've obviously been like shot in the butt with caffeine and energy what <laughs> it's amazing it's amazing that's great I didn't know and, that Easter I mean I guess Easter yes yeah, the Jesus I, I didn't know and I'm Catholic I should have known this. I just I thought that that was an American holiday and I realized no it's not Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. But highly, highly recommend. Okay, sorry, I'm taking off track. No, um, you're fine. <laughs> um, long story short, we need to get you over to Tokyo as soon as possible. Yeah, that's a, it's the flight. It's the flight. If I could afford, and I can one day, it's going to take a while. First class going, because that's the only way I'm getting there on a first class air ticket. If I do that, I'm going. Heck yeah. It is quite a long flight. So I would highly recommend first class. All right. So my very last question is what attraction, what current attraction would you be devastated if it got demolished during your lifetime? Updates and improvements are acceptable though. <laughs> okay. What's funny is a lot of attractions I could say where I would almost be devastated, but the one I'm going to tell you would really be the end of my life that I would stop talking. No, literally, I would become catatonic and you would not be able to talk to me. There would be no more Panda, there would be no more John, and I would go into a state of despair. And I'm not kidding about that. The Haunted Mansion. If that really ever be ceased to exist, that don't even call me, don't email me. I am not available and I am not okay. I'm not okay. I need the I therapy. Okay. Disney needs to pay for it. Oh my God. Oh yeah. They would have to pay for my therapy. <laughs> that <laughs> so would be a lawsuit. I may not win, but I would try. <laughs> Hopefully we can settle out of court and then get you some. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And it's crazy. When I started asking this question, my brain is not even thinking the classics because in my mind they're untouchable. But yeah, right, something... right. Okay. So you know what? I can re-answer that with something semi-new that I like. Well, I'm no, I'm saying I'm like if they really did, like I would be upset too. And I don't know if I would. Be yeah, I can't see that as ever a possibility, which is why I can jokingly say what I'm saying. But mm -hmm. yeah, that would that would devastate. But I'm trying to think of something that's semi new. Okay, Guardians is brand new, but I'm in love with it. 
Like nothing else should occupy that space ever. If they can continue disco music on that coaster, I am in. Yes, yes. Um, did you see the video of someone this past week at the time of our recording jump out of the coaster when it was on pause? I saw the video and I can't understand where they are because there's no track visible anywhere in that picture. Where was she getting out and why? I think I think it was probably at like a break point. And again, like, you know, it's a lot of projections and stuff. For oh, those maybe that they put all the lights on in the place we see. All right. So. It could, I can't imagine where you could get out, but maybe at a break point, there's a staircase or something. Mm-hmm. And she didn't get escorted out of the park, I heard, which I'm like, why? Right. I <laughs> like, and you know, I, the video I was watching, I'm thinking w- people were asking like, why would she get out of it? I'm like, I have like a slight anxiety of getting stuck on a ride and then having to go to the bathroom. Oh yeah. Okay. That- I think, oh my God. You and I are the same person because <sighs> Universal's uh, Rip Ride Rocket, sometimes oh. going straight up, has gotten stuck for like three hours. I tell you, well, I would just tell I, me. What if just somebody peed and it went? All it would have to do is hit the other cars Ooh. below. I know. Well, and for those that don't know, Rip Ride Rocket, when you go out of the um, loading bay, you go straight vertically up. It's not a slight tilt. It is straight up, and you feel it too. And it is wild but three out how do the heck do they get no, and them i could down see people saying the- okay i'll just go to the restroom when i get off the ride and then three hours you're up there until the fire department comes i don't oh, know I no know. no 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 and going back to like the skyliner when that first initially <sighs> opened that was three hours as well at least it's just like a little bit i don't even want to say private but like if you have to go to the bathroom like <laughs> it's a porta potty now <laughs> <laughs> It's a in the sky, in the sky, porta potty. <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, you and me are the same. Like I, I think about those this. things though. That's why before I get on a coaster, yeah. I no, no, I'll go to the bathroom just in case. Okay, I was gonna say I do the exact same thing. It's just a let me, let me just even if I don't have to like let me let me just go because you because you never know. Especially those ones fresh. that you said. Yep. Yep, those ones that uh, break down for three hours. I'm like, if I go to the bathroom now, three hours, okay, I should be good. <laughs> I I can't believe we thought about that because I have that. I like, how are they? And the first question I have when they tell me something stops for those, like, how are they not, you know, how are they doing with bathrooms? Is everybody okay? <laughs> right, right. There's a few rides, like, for example, rides like um, uh, Little Mermaid Undersea Voyage, where it's like, or like Haunted Mansion, that's, that's not going to get you stuck could walk for out very long. Wait, that's another thing is how did her safety restraint get uh, released? Because I couldn't get out of the right. Guardians without right. a lot of trouble. I mean, you'd, I'd have to kill myself to get out with that safety restraint in. Unless they released it and they weren't supposed to, I don't know. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I have no idea. I know there, I've been on rides when I was younger and like thinner and little where if I really wanted to, I could probably wiggle out of something like that. But as a grown adult with long limbs and stuff and a bigger body, I don't think yeah, I could. And, I, and, the, and you know, not to be, the lady in question was not a small woman. I don't know how mm-hmm. she got out. I have questions when I see some of those viral videos, like uh, right. if they're real or not or something, but I don't know. I gotta Absolutely. I, I question it. I'm like, is this for clout? Like, is this yeah. for this? And it's crazy. Um, Kind of on the same topic, have you ever been stuck on any ride um, of a significant breakdown or evac or anything? It's funny. I've had really good luck. I was evacuated once from the Haunted Mansion, which was pretty cool because Ooh. even in the light, it looked pretty good, even though it exposed some things they were they were impressive things that they exposed. What uh, part of the Haunted Mansion were you broken down? It was right before Madame Leota. So we Ooh. walked back through the the corridor of the doors, through that area, through the staircase, yes. and then uh, the library and all that. And I remember that it looked cleaner than I wanted it to. So like <laughs> when the lights went on, everything looked kind of spotless. And I was like, calling baloney wait uh, a minute yeah and <laughs> that's so funny that's not what normal people or not no. in, a, in a normal situation they people would not say that but for the haunted mansion absolutely yes. i remember that <laughs> looked so but it still looked cool also i saw i don't know i think i might have taken a picture you know the, the wallpaper when the eyes are blinking and moving and stuff yes yes they're all like little pipes holding these eyes until eventually just, it becomes just the wallpaper yeah it's but it's oh. funny when your eyes see it you're like what and then in yes. the dark, you can't perceive the pipes at all. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Especially if you're coming in from like the hot Florida sun, the bright Florida oh, yeah. sun, and then your eyes aren't adjusted and yeah. you're like, 
All right. You know, you're impressing me more than I thought, because a lot of people have no idea that if you go on the Haunted Mansion at night night, you see a lot more because your eyes have fully adjusted to the night than if you go in the day. You are correct. And I never even mentioned that. I just noticed that. But I'm glad you noticed. Yes, absolutely. You and me have very similar theme park brains. I um, agree with this. Okay, I know this from chatting with you previously. You're a big Halloween Horror Nights fan. I and, and only like the last five years. Before that, I never <gasps> went. Okay, I'm like the last. Well, basically, I started on Halloween Horror Nights 30 and <sighs> loved it ever since. I don't know what number I started at. What is what are we up to? Like 30? What? 32 would be this year. Oh, okay. So, okay. So I was probably 27 or 28 when I got forced to go, went into a house, came out and thought, okay, I got to do that again, but you got to give me 10 minutes to recuperate. Yes. Yes. Let me breathe. Let me breathe. Um, But the reason I bring it up is because when you go early and it's still bright out and then you immediately go, you want to hit those houses, you get there early, hit those houses. I made up this silly little song. And it's to help my fear get a little bit past it because I am very jumpy and scary. And I think you said you are too, right, John? Very. <laughs> I, I always be. go. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's part of the fun. It you is have so- to go if you go this year. You got to tell me. I'm gonna I'm gonna meet you oh, there. I'm getting a frequent fear pass. I'm getting a frequent fear pass. Okay, I'm coming good, every good, weekend good. that I can. But the little song I sing in it is while holding somebody and calming myself down because I go, my eyes aren't adjusted, so I don't trust it because you can't see what's in front of you. It's absolutely true. At and, night, it get, you see so much more. People have said, did they turn the lights off in here? I'm like, no. But yesterday, I said, yeah, because yesterday you went at 10 p.m., so you were you were adjusted to, yeah. Yep, my eyes aren't adjusted, so I, I need to come I up with more of it. Because, um, <laughs> like, even if you've done the house before and you can't see a foot in front of you, it's very scary. <laughs> even if you know exactly where the scares are going to be, 100%. you're just like, I don't know. <laughs> and then sometimes when you think it's over and you're going past all the curtains and you see the exit, and then yes. sometimes even when you get outside the exit, somebody out of a bush comes to get you. And that's like, yeah. no. No. Um, did you do uh, Halloween Horror Nights 30? Did you do the Haunting of Hill House? Yes. And the, <gasps> the tall, tall man. man. We he said caught it at the me same at time. The, yep. He caught me at the very end. I've already done the house a bunch of times. I've never had this happen. I'm thinking I'm good. He gets me. I fall to the ground. And there's like a lot more space and a lot more people like kind of casually walking out. And I just collapsed. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And he was even concerned. And I'm like, you're fine. You're doing a wonderful job. You're doing a great job. Keep doing it. Don't mind me. I'm fine. (laughs) So one year, you know how I talk about you have to I had to recuperate. I was serious. Like I went to a house and then I said, okay, you know what? I'm gonna go watch Shrek. The, the movie thing, the, the 3D Shrek yes, yes. 4D, because I just got to relax for a second. And I, I they're like, you sure you don't want to do another house? I'm like, no. So I get online for Shrek 4D, and what do you know? I'm walking, and I'm like, where are the seats for the theater? Oh, no. They took everything out, and they re-outfitted it as another haunted house. So now, Ooh. without my recuperation, all by myself, thinking I was going to go see Shrek 4D, nope, I'm back in the pit of this, of hell again with demons grabbing me. And I'm like... I was not ready for this. I was not prepared. It was funny. Oh my god! It was pretty funny. And my <laughs> friends laughed because they knew they knew when I went that I they thought I was that they knew that I wasn't going to see a three D movie that I was going to go into another house. Oh my gosh! Okay, yeah. As you're saying that, I'm like, don't they use the other theater, the second theater, Shrek 4D, back when it was there? I know the that houses? now. I know that what? now. Oh my gosh. And going by yourself is so hard. I hate it. I think I made a lot of friends with the people in front and behind me. Oh gosh. I, I'll tell you when the first year I ever went, I was living with two girls and they each had boyfriends. So, you know, we're party of five and I'm single as a Pringle by myself. And you know, they got someone to hold on to. And then I ended up like either in the front or the back, but I end up like holding on to some other guy. And, um, he was with, he was the third person with their group of friends. And, and um, I was like, I'm so sorry. Like they all have someone to hold on to. And we're, we just made friends. <laughs> He's like, it's fine. There are a couple too. I, I need, it's reassuring to have somebody 
to hold on to. If someone's not there, I'm like freaking out. We will have to get you on again and do a Halloween Horror Nights episode after we go together this year. I'm we're going for it. We're going to manifest it, speak it into existence. I'm, but I'm all for it. Oh, well, those are all my questions, but now I'll let you take it away and share your first most magical moment. So it's the 25th anniversary, and I am going to give away my age here because I know that I'm 25. I'm born 1971, the year that the Magic Kingdom opened. Wait, so, wait, whoa, right? whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Back up. That yeah. is amazing. So you were God said, to okay, Disney, well, Disney World is here. Send him through. I'm sorry, go ahead, say that again. <gasps> Send him through. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, who's older, Magic Kingdom or you by a month? I'm November 10. Magic Kingdom is October 1, so they're older. <gasps> You are very close. Wow. I'm, a, I'm a month away. Yeah, it took God a month to say yes, I'm through. So 25th anniversary was not like the 50th, Morgan. Everybody was there. There was like Hillary Clinton was there. Uh, RuPaul was there. Bob Saget was here. Uh, there were so many celebrities, I remember. Uh, Michael Eisner was there. Um and I saw, I, I forget now, and I could look it up in Google, if it's Roy E. Disney or Roy O. Disney. But this is Walt's nephew, not the younger one, the, the gentleman that passed away, who looks, I mean, they all look alike, but he looked the most like Walt. He's sitting down, he's giving an interview, and there's a bunch of people all around him. And I saw them all holding autograph books. Everybody wanted his autograph. And this lady that you could tell was like his gatekeeper went around and told everybody, Mr. Disney will be giving no autographs. He will not have time to speak to anybody. I'm sorry. He has a very busy schedule, as you might imagine, on the 25th anniversary. So Absolutely. And I also move in and I, I get right up because I want to see him. And I said, Mr. Disney, when you're done, I totally interrupt, like whatever they're talking about. Mr. Disney, whenever you're done, I don't want an autograph. I just want to shake your hand. And... uh you know, the lady comes over to me, please do not yell out to Mr. Disney. He will not be able to shake anyone's hand or give any order. She's giving me the whole line, but she added in my handshake thing. And I wanted to show him that I didn't need a, you know, something to sell or hold, or hold on to. I just wanted a handshake because it would have made me feel like, wow, this is great. I touched yeah. Disney. And sure enough, when the interview was done, he ignored all the autograph people. He walked right over to me, put his hand out, had a firm handshake. He winked at me and left. And I looked up and the jets were just going overhead uh, for the 25th, the, like the military jets. Uh, and I just thought I'm never going to wash my hand again. I mean, obviously I didn't stick to that, but it was <laughs> as a 25 year old Disney fanatic. It was magical. And people who were there who saw it were like, I felt like, you know, like when Charlie Bucket gets the golden ticket in Willy Wonka, yes. you could tell they were like, oh my God, he shook your hand. He shook your hand. And nobody else asked for a handshake. Everybody else wanted an autograph. So I, I, it obviously worked. And I will remember that my whole life. That was a very magical thing that happened. Wow. Oh, my goodness. And would you mind describing, for those that don't know, what the special castle decorations were for oh, the 25th God. anniversary? Because a so, lot of people surprisingly don't know. <laughs> it was a cake. It was literally a pink cake with icing and gummy drops and jelly beans some of it was paint and some of it were inflatables i think some were probably even plaster stuff but you have to search it the 25th anniversary castle cake many people were devastated they did not like it as a disney fan who came often knowing that it was going to retreat back to the original as a 25 year old i gotta be honest i thought it was pretty darn cool Oh I was God. I was happy. Did you you hated it? Most people hate. It. I um the twenty fifth was. I, I know you were you weren't even alive. I was alive. Here. <laughs> Hold up, oh, I'm gonna look twenty fifth. Castle. I just want to like see it to refresh my memory. Yeah, yes. it, I, I have a feeling knowing that it would return to the original that you might actually like it. Yes. I think I... if you're eccentric and fun and stuff, it's just you're like, all right. I will say this. Okay, so I think I was like five when this happened. I know my parents went because I my parents have a picture, but I was 
in existence, not maybe coherent of what's going on or knew that I was a Disney fan by that time. But I think for someone who loves dedication to a theme and immersion, this is absolutely incredible with the, um, you know, the points of the towers being candles and the 25th, like, yes, I've, I've heard people call it the Pepto-Bismol cake and they definitely could have picked a different shade of pink. Definitely. It's absolutely, I would definitely pick the 25th ca- uh, anniversary castle over the, st- the stitch TP castle. Oh any day. yeah. The stitch toilet paper castle was terrible. I, you know, I never saw it like that and had to look to see if it was real. I kind of thought it was fake when I, I was like, really, yeah. did that happen? I, I must've blocked it out of my memory. Right. And it was only one day though. I think it was the first day that stitch, if, if oh, I remember. Okay. All right. Good. So they probably yeah. really use real toilet paper. <laughs> if it was one day, they didn't need anything, you know, that looked like toilet paper, but held up longer. They could yeah. probably do it in one day. How disgusting yeah. that they threw toilet paper. Oh, I can't. Yeah. That's horrible. Like we get stitches playful, but like, Mess something up over in Tomorrowland, not the iconic castle and like the people that are going that one trip, you know, that one trip. That's true. You never did get to experience Alien Encounter, did you? No, I didn't. I wasn't even like, even if it wasn't even a matter of being brave or not, I think I was just too young for it, but I would have now You would have liked it. Scared and horror. Yes. You think I would have? I think so. After the first time of not liking it. All subsequent visits you would have liked, I think. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that stitch one, I remember that um, the harnesses that come down on your shoulders when he jumps around, it was just digging into my shoulders. I'm like, ow. Like, especially that first time when you don't know what's going to happen. That's my chili dog. That's my chili dog. And then you have to smell it every time. I was like, no. It could have could have been worse, but yeah, that 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 castle was incredible. So you and this you, remind me where you met Roy E. Disney. Was it on Magic Kingdom Main Street or was it? No, it was tomorrow. It was you know it's funny. I do remember it was Tomorrowland, <gasps> uh, kind of where they have the Joffrey's Coffee right now. Oh, over by uh, the over, close to the theater, close to the not the theater, yeah. the, the stage. That's weird. And I remember Bob Saget was screaming at people because he didn't want to say hello to people. And he was telling oh. his handlers, just just keep them away. Keep them away. He was not a nice person. Oh, my I remember gosh. RuPaul being very nice. I didn't know who it was at the time. I just remember he was not in drag or anything. He was just himself. Yeah. And I remember thinking I knew who he was, but I quite wasn't quite sure. I'm trying to think of who else I remember seeing. Uh, Hillary Clinton. If I, I mean, every any, so many actors and actresses were there. A lot of the Golden Girls were just walking around. Oh, how fun! I know, and I, I didn't know who to run up to. I was uh, Disney. You know, Roy was like, "Yeah, I'm going to say hi to him if I can." I also said hello to uh, Michael Eisner. I just said thank you for keeping the place. I, I thought he was responsible for cleaning Disney himself. I said thank you for keeping the place so nice and clean. That's what I thought. Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, I know it wasn't him him doing it. But I felt like he was responsible for giving us good parks. That sounds like me when I um, met a musician, um, uh, Andy Grammer, one time. I was so st- uh, shocked that I he was right around the corner. And I go, you make beautiful music. Like It was just like words just were not coming out. And I was That's like, great. but he was very nice. <laughs> I felt that way when I met uh, Tim Burton. I, <gasps> I, I, I Wait, did. you I, met Tim Burton? I did. The, I was the, at the- university. I was at Universal. Savior of Halloween? Right? It was a Universal Harry Potter party of some sort. It was a media event. He was there and I ran right up to him. He shook my hand. He took a picture of me. I said, Tim, if it wasn't for you, Pee-wee's Big Adventure would have sucked. And I still believe that because his involvement with that made that movie really good, where the other subsequent Pee-wee Herman movies were terrible. And I told that to him and he said, thanks, you're right. That's what he told me. Thanks, you're right. We love a humble man. Yes, yes. Uh, he was with uh, his wife at the time, but they weren't, they didn't seem like they were getting along. What's her name? Uh, bon Von Carter. Uh, Helen Bon. Yes. Bon Carter. Yes, Helen Bonham Carter. Carter. Yes. Yes, who plays, um, who in Harry Helen. Potter? Um, oh my gosh. Oh, yeah, that one. The Dark Lady. Is, the Yes. Uh, Bellatrix Lestrange. Yes, Bellatrix Lestrange. Yes, thank you. I'm. I'm a delayed Harry Potter fan. I was distracted by Marvel star, everybody. <laughs> I had to learn all those names and all those storylines. <laughs> Just tell me, did you see Guardians 3? I did. I loved it. I loved did you it like? I, I like I cheered. Did. I like got up out of my seat and cheered at the end. I thought it was great. It was very good. It was very, um, 
I, you know, I think it's been long enough. The true fans have want to seen it. Here's a spoiler. I was so thinking that Rocket was going to die and I was going to be really upset. And Me thank too. God he didn't. But otters are my favorite animal. And I loved Lila. I'm like, can you Lila. please give me a plushie of her with her little robot? And she licks the rag to, to put on his neck. She's adorable. She's so cute. And the um um Clint Barton's wife, Hawkeye's wife, is the voice of Lila. That oh, actress. I didn't know that. Yeah, I was like, oh, do, she has do you know voice. if the bunny is voiced by the lady that does Man Mantis? Because it sounds like her. I don't. I feel like that would be too close. Of me connection. too. It just sounded um, like her so much to me. Are you looking it up? Thank you. Yeah, the bunny, the the lady that voiced the bunny to me. Every time I heard the voice, it's like it just sounds like Mantis. But would they really use her voice for another character in the movie? Right. Oh, it's a different lady, Linda okay. Cardo. Oh wait, oh wait, that's um the rat floor, the rabbit, Michaela Hoover. Michaela. I don't think that's Mantis. Yeah. Okay. No. No. I love that the bunny named him herself Floor. Like Floor, because she's laying on the floor. I'm the laying greatest. on the floor. I mean, like, you're not wrong. You're just extra adorable. But okay, when you saw the bunny, did you not think that it was something out of like Sid's toy box? Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, especially because the mask, yeah. I was like, Horrible. oh my gosh, like this thing is scary, but I love it. And then teeth and just I just it was such a good movie. Oh my gosh, but Anyway, anything else you wanted to say about the 25th that you remember or meeting Roy Disney? Um, I mean, you did wash your hands eventually. So I did eventually, but it was, it was amazing. My mom didn't go that day because she knew it would be crazy in the park. So she stayed back at the hotel. And I think at that time I had saved up and went to the Grand Floridian. So running back there to tell her, <clears throat> and she was like, not that impressed. Like, Ma, I shook Roy, whatever Disney's hand. She's like, I don't think she knew who she was. Okay, good for you. I was like, no, you don't understand. Not give it away. <laughs> nothing, nothing. <laughs> That's incredible. Oh my gosh. It's so funny when. I got um, no satisfaction out of that. You're going to like the second magical moment. Ooh, okay. <clears throat> well, I will let you drink some water. Other magical okay. moment. Okay. I feel like because I've been to Disney so much, I'm expecting magic. And eventually you do become somewhat uh, immune. Like, you know how they do it. If you watch magic shows enough. All right, I know there's a lady hiding between the little black strip there because they told me about, you know. So I feel like it takes a lot to really surprise me. I'm still enjoying everything. I'm still appreciating everything, but it takes a lot. So one day I got a lot that I just didn't expect. I'm going through the queue of the great movie ride. It was very close to the end of the great movie ride. And in the beginning queue, if you remember, they usually have like a, they used to have like uh, Cinderella slippers and uh, different clothing from different movies, Batman and stuff. And they I would have Mary them titled. Poppins was one of them. Yep. yep. The bag oh, the and the umbrella. Horse. Yep. Oh, the horse. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. Right before you got to that, on the wall, there were two quote unquote people. Were they, what they were were crash test dummies dressed like plumbers. So picture like the crash test dummies that are in the car commercials with the tape and the stuff. And the these just have, yep, these just have a plumber, uh, plunges in their hands and like a shirt that says plumbing company and a hat from a plumber thing with a goggle on the top mm -hmm. of the hat. So, you know, okay, they go and they investigate and they do plumbing stuff. So there's two of them. One of them is clearly a real dummy. Just, there's no human in it. It's just a piece of thing with the, you know, the adornments on it. And it really is a crash test dummy with a couple of. Uh, a costume pieces on it to make him look like a plumber. The other one is a human with makeup on that's really, really good makeup. Like you could see the rivet where the test dummy has the rivet. You could see the tape where the test dummy has the tape all painted on and put on like a prosthetic. And you could see his real lips and mouth, whereas the crash test dummy is just a slit. Mm -hmm. So... I said, well, you know, it, I, I give you, I went up to them and I was like, it gives me a, give you an A for effort, but you can clearly see that you're the real human and this is a dummy. And the human guy says, really, huh? I said, yeah, I could tell as evidenced by your talking. And he says, well, all right, but we tried. I says, yeah, you did try. And it's a lot of fun. Thank you. I just, I just want you to know, you could clearly see that yeah. you're real and the other one's not. 
And that's when the other one walks around and squirts me and tells me not everything is always what you see or it's always what you see. And I died right there. Stop. They purposely made it look that way so that you could let your guard down with the dummy who was just a really thin guy in the best makeup, not as good as the one on the, the right. You know, he was better makeup than the one on the right. It was so great because they got me. And I told them this made, it made my whole week at that time. I, and they never did. Like, nobody remembers this, this acting duo. Was it from Disney? Was it a third party? Why were they in the queue of the thing? Was it a test? But it was great because when he's, when the other one walked and moved, it was like, are you kidding me? And I thought I was so right. I was so, I would have bet my house that that other one was nothing alive. Oh my And then squirted me, squirted me with a can of, like a spray of water too. (laughs) It was great. That's incredible. Oh my gosh. So were they just sitting there stagnant till someone interacted with them or? Yep. They were standing up, like leaning into each other, looking like these dummies had been placed and leaned up against a wall. So unless you went over and talked to them, I don't think they were, you know, getting any attention. Mm-hmm. I just walked up and saw a one is really human. So I started to pry and mm-hmm. it, was, it was just a great interaction. I'll never forget that. And I've had great interactions with, you know, street atmosphere and stuff, but this just got me. It was so good. That is wild. And then this was at the time right before or a couple years before great movie. Right two, year, two years before. Yeah. I was that's so random. R- right? Like I'm I love it, but random. I agree. I've never I know. heard of this. That is so wild. Oh my gosh. It reminds me of those videos like from Jimmy Fallon where the Stranger Things kids are pretending to be wax figures and people sit on a bench and then they'll mess with them and it scares them. Like that would startle yeah. me so much. And yeah. going back to our love of Halloween Horror Nights, the Michael Myers room where it's, you go in and there's just a bunch of mannequins and mirrors and you don't know oh, which one's that. real. And you're just like, get out of here. I know one of you are coming alive. Leave me alone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the feet. Look at the feet. But that that's wild. Yeah. Oh my God. You know, I didn't expect it in Disney either. Like I was going to say, oh my and I really thought they were, I absolutely thought they were just trying to fool me with the other guy, not the right. real one, which, which they set me up. I mean, it said, it, it said, let's find these know-it-alls that think they know everything mm-hmm. about keep Disney them on their toes. and keep them on their toes. And I, let me tell you, I left thinking I had that childlike wonder back, like they can do other things to me that will surprise. I like this. It was great. Right. Maybe I'll we'll go to Reddit and deep dive in. But if, if anybody if you, listening- If you do find anything, you've got to let. Oh, I will. And if anybody that's listening to this has known or heard about it or seen this or knows somebody, please contact me at justamagicpodcast at gmail.com because we need to know. If you have and evidence. they could have easily dressed them as something else. So it would be crash test dummies as something else also. Yeah. Like they could have been, you know, waitresses for all I know. This was just plumbers on this day. That is so wild. I know. It like, stuck with me, though, for a long time. This is this is a good 12 years ago now, right? How long has the Great Move Ride been gone? Quite a while. Maybe six or seven. I got to find out. But this is a while ago still. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, the, the street-mosphere people, um, the citizens of Hollywood, were honestly one of my favorite parts of me Hollywood too. Studios. Even if I know the shticks and the jokes, I would still go see because it's always slightly different every time Me depending too. on who they're interacting with. They need to come back. So remember Betty Shambles? Betty Shambles. She was so funny. She's like, my dad tells me I got the face for radio. <laughs> just... She was in a shambles. That was the best thing. Paige Turner, Betty Shambles. shambles. Uh, who's the oh, other one? There's one. Oh, now I have to look this up. Okay. Oh. Um. There's one that's in green, and she just talked so. Oh yeah, hold on. So I she Hollywood. she was based off of a real Hollywood star, I think. But oh. oh, Desmond Normand, but it's Norma Desmond, and it's Desma Normand is her real name, because she yes. can't use then, the other name for copyright. Oh, in <laughs> um purple, Evie Starlight. Oh yeah, yeah. she was oh, great. Oh my god, <laughs> like. And just the high pitched, squeaky voice. She's probably tearing her throat out doing that for so many years. Yep. Um, 
But I was watching, I think it was Marathon Weekend, and we were watching Friends do it, and we were in Hollywood Studios, and the citizens of Hollywood were out, and then there's the, the fashionista, fashionista who was in red. Um, she was a Hispanic lady, and she, you know, hacha chao, spicy and stuff, and she really leaned into that, and she goes, oh, look at the men coming down the runway. Okay, this the trend this year is pink shorts. And then um, Evie Starlight is like, it's a great day to be single, ladies. All these shirtless men running around. <laughs> Jeez, they were great. But you so couldn't throw anything at them that they could not handle. I hope they start bringing them back. Even from Main Street, the ladies of Main Street were great too. The uh, suffragettes and everything. Yes. I actually, like, okay, I have never shared this story, but... Um, it was a very sweet moment. It was a very minor moment. I would never do a whole episode on it, but you just reminded me of it. There, I was doing my Disney College program in 2013. I was walking around Main Street, and I love meeting characters. So I see her, and my friends and I go up and take a picture with her, and we start chatting with her. And I don't know um, how the conversation got up, brought up, but in 2013, my mom got diagnosed with breast cancer. Right before I left, I asked her if she wanted me to stay home or you know go to the Disney College program. She goes, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Please go ahead. So I did. And so I was talking to the suffragette lady about it and she broke character just a little bit, but she goes, you know, I know someone who's been through that too. And honestly, she was so sweet and so kind to me. And she goes, a friend that looks a lot like me named insert her name here, um, has been through that too. And you're doing great. Your mom will be fine. And it literally like brought me to tears. Do you, would you remember the name if I gave you the first name that I think it is? Possibly. It was 10 years ago. Okay, I'm thinking it's Fran. Does that sound familiar? Fran. Honestly, it kind of does. I think it's I can, Fran. I'll send you a picture afterwards. Okay. Okay, I'm pretty sure I have a picture with her, too. She's great. But you, know, yeah. you know who else is really magical? There's a lady there uh, in Disney who used to be Snow White. And now she's the fairy godmother. Yes. And she's, she's, she's still amazingly wonderful. And things that she's done as Snow White to a nephew that I had who was... Uh, diagnosed with leukemia, who's not here anymore, she remembered as fairy godmother when I explained how much it meant what she did for him the day uh, that she met him as Snow White like 30 years ago. And she, you know, I, I, I could tell that she remembered a little bit of it, but she's wonderful. And you could still see Snow White in her, you know, a little yeah. older, a little chunkier, but she's, little doing cheeks, a, little cheeks, she's doing Snow the White best. <laughs> yep. She's doing the best fairy godmother now, really. Yes. I actually had a guest on, I was trying to quickly look up the episode she met she was like the baby was crying or the my guest was as a baby was crying bawling her eyes out and then the fairy godmother came over and held her she just instantly stopped and her mom always used to put her in bonnets and then later on when this girl went to go work at disney she ran into the fairy godmother and you gotta go listen to the rest of the episode to find out but it was you have so to send me the send me the link to this. I will, but it's the same lady. I think she's legendary. I think I think she it is that legendary lady. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think she is like the fairy godmother. Like, yes, there are other ones that get to hang out with the fairy godmother, but I think she's the fairy godmother. So I think you're right. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, John, it was so incredible to chat with you. Is there anything else you want to share with us or talk about before um, we close up the show? If not, where no. can we find you? Just that I'm trying to revamp the channel uh, since I did quit the Diz and I'm back doing my own thing. And I really did it for the Diz. I had a good time when I was there. There's no doubt. They Hopefully they did too. Uh, but yeah, I had to get back to my own creative thing and that's what, what's going on. Um, but yeah, I hope that you guys watch the June 20th show with you at 8 p.m. Eastern time. It'll be on the channel, which you can get to just by going to bigfatpanda.com. It connects right to it. That's the main, that's the really the main takeaway from this is channel coming back, new show starting every Tuesday, eight o'clock. I hope you're going to be there every Tuesday. I will. I will be definitely be there every Tuesday for with stars. Sure. Yes. Yes. Would you say with stars? With stars. The stars behind with, you. I love them. The stars. Yes. I like to little magic everywhere. I like but yes, that. I'm so incredibly excited. I literally cannot wait. It's going to be so Maybe good. It's going to be great. And honestly, I'm so glad it's starting at eight because uh, once we start getting into 10 o'clock, I'm like, I get sleepy and you can definitely tell my energy just tanks at nine o'clock. 
That's good. The hour extra is better. I agree. I agree with you. Yes, yes. Well, wonderful. Um, and we'll I'll put all of your links and um any other links down in the show notes. And thank you so much for coming on. It truly means thank the world you, to me. My oh. pleasure. We'll do this again, Halloween Horror Nights. Yes, yes. Oh, we should do a vlog for sure. And <laughs> just okay. both of us just falling oh, to the ground. God. That would be the funniest thing. <laughs> I would have to beep out my language, which is fine, but what because I don't I have to curse in there. I don't know why. Yes. Autonomously. They can All go, the and I'll go, F you. I don't know why. Yep, yep. All the bad words are copping yep. out for sure. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, dear. Mwah. <laughs>